Hey, this is Bill for Combustible. It's New Year's Eve, and as we wrap up 2020, we wanted to issue a challenge to our readers in 2021. A challenge about finding buried treasure. We all hope it will happen this way. We'll be walking along a beach and suddenly kick something in the sand. As we pull the sand away with our hands, we start to realize it's a wooden chest. We dig and dig, pull it up, and open it to find a fortune and buried treasure. We were out for a walk and literally stumbled across something that will change our lives forever. But it never happens like that. In 2010, an eccentric antiques collector named Forrest Finn published an autobiography called The Thrill of the Chase. Now, that book contained a 24-line poem with clues to a buried treasure that Finn had hidden somewhere. And just to give you a feeling for the scope of this treasure hunt, according to a recent article in the Washington Post, over 350,000 people sought the treasure. To quote the article, many people left behind their jobs and spent their life savings on the quest, and at least four people died along the treacherous traverse through the Rocky Mountains. It took 10 years, but the treasure, which ended up being a 42-pound bronze chest brimming with gold, precious jewels, diamonds, and other artifacts, was found by a 32-year-old medical student from Michigan that spent two years looking for it. Think about that. Two years of studying, trying to break the code in the poem, literally beating the brush in the Rocky Mountains for the payoff. A payoff that was a mystery until it was found. So, we're asking our listeners this. What's the payoff you're chasing? What are you willing to do to get it? How far will you go to chase it down? Or... Are you simply walking along someplace comfortable like a beach, day after day, waiting for someone to hand it to you? You know, we hear it often. Firefighters are always asking, what advice do you have for someone like me? What should I be working on to make myself a better firefighter? Or even, how should I be approaching this particular problem in my station? And believe me, we all love having someone ask us for an opinion. I'm more than happy to give them mine, but my opinion often isn't really mine, right? More often than not, it came to me from someone else who wrote it down and probably said it a whole lot better than I ever could. So after we dole out some verbal wisdom, you usually get to the part of the conversation where you say, you know, you really should read this book. And that's where we lose them. As a matter of fact, we've probably lost a listener or two right now just by mentioning reading. After all, This is a firefighting podcast. Firefighting is something that has to be done by men and women with the guts to risk everything and the will to get dirty while doing it. No fire has ever been put out by the pages of a book. And you won't get dirty reading a book, so it can't be relevant to firefighting, right? Well, to anyone that agrees with that, we would also point out that the only thing you are risking when you read a book is that it might change your mind. Let's be clear. This podcast deals exclusively in opinion, and most of those opinions revolve around the fire service and leadership. Each of us has an endless supply, and while a lot of those opinions that we've shared have been fleshed out during this podcast, they more often than not are rooted in something we've read, something we've read, then thought about, recommended to each other to read, read again, discussed, disagreed about, discussed, and then thought about again. You know, A lot of firefighters profess to rely on their instincts alone, as though experience is all that's required to be the best firefighter. One of our most recent episodes debated how important experience was. But someone else's experiences may be even more important, say, for instance, if you're 
fighting a war in Southeast Asia. Case in point, Lieutenant General Hal Moore was a then-Lieutenant Colonel when he commanded the 1st Battalion, 7th Cavalry Regiment at the Battle of Yadrang in Vietnam in 1965. You may remember him being played by Mel Gibson in the film We Were Soldiers that depicted that very battle. Well, Hal Moore has famously championed the value of instinct. He said, quote, Trust your instincts. In critical, fast-moving battlefield situations, instinct and intuition amount to an instant estimate of the situation. That's pretty damn awesome. But he goes on. Your instincts are the product of your education, your reading, personality, and your experience. Trust your instincts. Now, wait a second. He actually lists experience last. Education and reading are first. And those instincts that he displayed on the battlefield in Vietnam commanding troops, a lot of those were actually formed at the Command and General Staff College, Armed Forces Staff College, and Naval War College before he ever went to Vietnam. Hal Moore knew it when he read extensively and studied the French Army's defeat during the First Indochina War at the Battle of Dien Bien Phu in 1954. He knew that there are and were a lot of really smart people in the world who came before us. A lot of them have written down what they learned. Real wisdom that can change your outlook and make you a better firefighter, officer, leader, team member, soldier, battlefield commander, whatever. And here's the thing. They didn't bury their wisdom in some obscure location or write a cryptic poem that requires years of sleuthing to find it. They put their wisdom in a treasure chest just below the surface you're walking on. It's there waiting for you to dig it up with a huge sign above it that says, Dig Here. We're talking about books, of course. They come in all shapes now and are more accessible than ever before in the history of mankind. Actual bound paper books, e-books you can read on your phone, or audio books. You get to choose. Look, you're a badass Jake out to make a difference, willing to take risks no one else will? Well, all we're saying is this. Maybe take a risk that a lot of firefighters won't. Read a book. Here's the challenge we're putting out to all of our listeners. We're throwing down the gauntlet. In 2021, resolve to read one book. Just one book. Resolve to get just one thing, one lesson from that book. Anything above that will be a bonus. And if you don't know where to start, you don't know what to read, we just happen to have a reading list of 52 books for the fire service on our website. Some can be read in three hours. Some may take days or weeks. There are parables in there like The Servant, true stories of adventure like Endurance and Into Thin Air, actual textbooks from classes we took, and everything in between. There literally is something for everyone in the fire service on that recommended reading list. That list holds a candle out to anyone looking for the light. And our list details which of us recommended the book and why. So if you find yourself agreeing with one of us more than the other, you can choose a book that that person recommended. So if you're a big bad firefighter, reading a book isn't going to kill you. But not reading about what other firefighters have written and think is important? That just might. Combustible is available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to Combustible to make sure you don't miss out on an episode. Follow us on Facebook so we know how many of you listeners there are out there. And you can check us out online at combustiblethepodcast.com. 
As always, we would like to thank the Golden Dogs and True North Records for letting us use their song Saints at the Gates for our theme music. You can find the Golden Dogs music on any streaming platform. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Later.